Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Peg City Chat with Nat. Hope everyone's having a fabulous Wednesday. I'm going to talk to you today about something that's pretty special to me. Uh, it has to do with kids and it has to do with plants. I happen to have both. How did you know that? <laughs> it's hilarious. Anywho, let's talk about how important it is, especially at this time of year, um, to talk about horticulture and to talk about kids and how their involvement with horticulture can help our world. So today on the line we have Susan Yoder, who is the Executive Director of Seed Your Future. Hello, Susan. Hi, Natalie. I'm excited to talk with you today about our new campaign called Bloom. I'm very excited, and what a fitting name for it as well. It's such a great time of year to be talking about plants, even though some parts of the country are not really feeling spring right now. <laughs> Maybe with our chat, we'll inch it along and things will get a little warmer for us. <laughs> Tell us about this, uh, this initiative. What, what is your uh, goal with Bloom? Oh, thank you. Well, you know, we're living in a time of great disconnection with plants. Plants are everywhere, yet plants are nowhere. And this plant blindness is especially significant among our youth. Bloom is our vibrant new youth-focused campaign, and it's designed to help young people unlock the potential of the plant world. And our goals, hopefully in the process, are to introduce them to a lifelong passion for plants and perhaps even a career in horticulture, which is the art, science, technology, and business of plants. And we like to call Bloom the movement to improve the world through the power of plants. Oh, I love it. So simple and yet so powerful at the same time. So who's, who's, who's behind this campaign? Who's organizing it, running it, facilitating it? So the horticulture industry is behind the campaign. It's powered by Seed Your Future, which is a coalition of more than 150 partners, including horticulture companies, gardening organizations, schools, colleges, universities, public gardens, youth organizations, and individual supporters. And what we're all united by is our confidence in the power of plants to change the world. And so Bloom is our first major initiative, and it's focused on youth. I love it. I happen to have three kids. They're, my older uh, children are 20 and 16, but my son is about to turn six in a couple of weeks. And one of the things we've started to do is make sure we start our, our, our mini garden. And I've started with, you know, some herbs like mint and things like that. Um, but what are some ways that parents can help their kids appreciate plants and just learn more about plants and horticulture? Well, we're really focusing on reaching kids both inside and outside the classroom. So we have new uh, materials for parents and educators and youth program leaders to help introduce kids to the power of plants. And then we have a whole uh, new approach with social content and videos and really cool things that are at um, at wearebloom.org. That is our digital hub. And, you know, we talked with kids. We did a lot of research over the last few years to find out how people would like to receive information. So kids, you know, we're really clear. Give us videos. Give us something cool. So parents, of course, uh, like that as well, but they wanted some other materials. So the hub of wearebloom.org starts with everyone who can take this quiz so they can uh, figure out their own plant power. So we would encourage parents to go through this with their kids. The kids uh, answer questions based on their own interests, and at the end of the quiz, they find out their own plant power 
and a persona that, you know, perhaps it's based on their interest of art or science or technology or business. And then we have a whole lot of supporting materials to help parents talk with their kids about what are the things that are open to them within horticulture and hopefully interest them in a career in the future. That's amazing. You know, it's funny you're talking about, you know, plants and horticulture videos, you know, connecting it with social media, et cetera. It's funny because there is a stat that the average American can recognize over a thousand brands and logos, yet fewer than 10 plants in their own local area. Why is that? Well, there's lots of, lots of things that have added to this plant blindness. Uh, certainly over the last few decades, there's been this decline in appreciation for plants. We think one of the reasons why is that generally in schools across the country, it's about third grade when most schools stop teaching plant-based curriculum and they switch instead to animal science and human biology and often never return back to the plant world. So what we wanted to do in um, partnership with Scholastic is create the kinds of things where you can take what you're already required to teach in schools, the required curriculum, and infuse in plant-based concepts. So we have sample downloadable activities and lesson plans and a game for the classroom. And then, of course, all these new videos that they can utilize as well. So we think that's some of the reasons why and why it's such a great opportunity now for Bloom to help create this awareness. So kids and families and teachers can see, wow, you know, there really is the power of plants to make a difference in our world. Which is huge because I think we don't have enough horticulturists in the world to to get us back to where we need to be. And what what exactly does a horticulturist do? It's, this is not someone who's just a gardener. This is a lot deeper than that, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you are right on that there aren't enough. Uh, and in fact, um, there are, there's a big workforce gap in the horticulture industry, and that's part of the impetus of Seed Your Futures development. There's going to be nearly 58,000 jobs in horticulture expected to be open annually over the next five years, and only 61% are anticipated be, to be filled because there aren't enough trained, qualified applicants. So when you ask about what are the jobs in horticulture, it really does range across arts and science and technology and business. Depending on your interests, there probably is a horticulture job for you. Some examples are, you know, folks who are growing food that's safe and nutritious to feed this growing world. People who are researching plant-based cures for disease. Uh, people who are solving some of the world's biggest environmental problems like pollution and drought and clean water and climate change. And another uh, really exciting field that I think kids are really interested in is the use of technology in horticulture. So uh, robotics is a great example of they're using robots in greenhouses to help grow plants. They're using drone technology to assess plants out in the field. Kids are really excited by those opportunities as well. So there's really a job across any interest. Um, you know, maybe the last one to, to mention this time of year is sports. Kids are interested in sports. If, uh, if they were aware of the really terrific jobs in horticulture and groundskeeping and how they can really help athletes have a, a safer experience by, for example, using natural grass um, on their playing field, we really believe that it's just an awareness of getting kids to see what their plants are, are in the world around them and then see what their own plant power is. 
Well, this is so interesting because you're really connecting to areas that I never would have thought of myself, never mind kids. So how, as parents, do we introduce these types of things to our kids? You know, like like I said, with my son, we'll start uh, seeding for our, our mint tree or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But how, how, what, how do we have those conversations or how do we introduce that outside of school um, for these types of career paths that involve working with plants? Well, a terrific introduction. If you start at wearebloom.org, we have created um, 18 new videos that parents and kids can watch together where some of them are um, young professional horticulturalists on the job, doing their job, and others are animated videos where we show how plants are used in the everyday world in short little videos. So an example is I use the um, sports. There's a really cool one that we've just created about how um, groundskeepers help athletes. Or if they're interested in, in beauty and fashion, how plants are really important in the development of cosmetics and clothing. So we would recommend you watch those videos with your kids and get really excited about it yourself as well. And so these jobs you're talking about, would you consider them to be, quote-unquote, green-collar jobs? Yes, absolutely. In fact, you know, people talk about white-collar jobs and blue-collar jobs. Jobs in horticulture are green-collar jobs, and we think that really resonates. It, it, it makes it very clear that we are working with plants, and we really love to talk about how many opportunities there are. In fact, there's about 100 different jobs across all of horticulture, and we think that if we can just open uh, people's minds and see what's out there through the Bloom campaign, they're going to get really excited and become those future green-collar workers of tomorrow. Yes, and I mean, even as we start now to see the different ways that, you know, plant-based eating and all these kinds of things that are are, are shown to us every day in social media, et cetera, um, with the youth as well, we hear more about things like, you know, farming is becoming a very big um, resurgence as a career for young adults. And would you consider that to be a good sign for Bloom? Oh, it's absolutely a good sign. And it's a good sign for the horticulture industry. And there's other plant-based movements that are really uh, catching hold. There's the farm-to-table movement, field-to-vase in the cut flower movement, you know, community gardens, school gardens. But what's missing is then that connection to there is a career out there for you. So we think it's all really a positive um, thing for the future of horticulture. It's just getting that awareness built with kids and families. Yes, which I, I, you know, I'm excited to see this in the next little while, knowing that my son has an opportunity to have those types of careers in his in his own journey. But when you look down the road a few years from now, does the future look really different for horticulturalists? What do you see? Uh, We see such an opportunity in horticulture in the coming years. We see such a workforce development gap right now with jobs not being filled because there are not enough horticulturalists. If families understood that there are so many opportunities, we do believe it's going to be a whole new world in a few years for horticulture. And, you know, important thing that, that families need to know is that these jobs are all across the spectrum of what kind of education and training is required. So some of the jobs require two or four-year degrees. Others require some certification or on-the-job training or apprenticeship. 
So for every type of learner out there, there really is a job in horticulture. I love it. I thank you so much for educating myself and my listeners and uh, soon to be my readers as well uh, because we will make sure that we post all of this information that you've, you've spoken about today. Check out wearebloom.org and thank you so much to Susan Yoder today from uh, Seed Your Future for speaking with us about this really awesome topic. Thanks so much. Well, thank you, Natalie. If I could leave you with one thing, it's that the more we know about plants, the more we can make a difference in the world today. Absolutely. Plants are power. <laughs> and, and, and we hope you find your plant power at wearebloom.org. Thank you so much, Susan. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.